Hey everybody, DJ Paul here. And I'm Lou. Hey Lou, how we doing? Uh, we are back in time brothers and we are back for another episode of our world-renowned show all over the world being downloaded by the millions and millions of people in the world. And that's not a, not an exaggeration. No, it's not. I didn't think it was. Yeah, that's why I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we got a really, really good show today. But before we talk about the show, why don't you bring in our very, very special guest that we have here with us? He's becoming like our sidekick now. This is great. Well, maybe now we're going to be the Back in Time Brothers plus one. Plus, <laughs> plus Pat Job has joined us. Uh, you guys remember him from the grunge episode, which was so well received, and it's great having my uh, my friend uh, uh, able to join us. Pat, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Lou. Paul, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Just was in the neighborhood, so you're gonna pop in. <laughs> Just gonna, you know, <laughs> hey, come on, you know. Yeah. I love thanks it. Thanks for inviting me, guys. Yeah, yeah. So we thought this would be fun to do this, um, especially with the um, with the topic that we have on. So, and I think it's something that you even suggested. So, so Paul, why don't you go ahead and kind of lead us into this a little bit? Well, you know, Pat, great to have you um, as well. Um, good to see you again. Um, this is going to be a fun show, I think. Um, you know, the the grunge show with Pat was a great, great show. Um, very downloadable show. So it was a lot of fun. But this episode, we're going to go into the 80s. And we say this every time, Lou, our favorite decade. Um, we love the 80s decade. So many great things that came out of that. But this episode is going to be strictly about our list of the top movie soundtracks of the 80s. What do you think about that? Awesome. Our favorite movie soundtracks for the 80s. Nobody else's list. This is our list. No ranker, no movie things. We're doing our list. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And um, what makes it fun is this is the first one I think you and I collaborated on. I generally will do the list or you'll do a list. Correct. But this is one where we came together on a list. Well, our Pat will do a list too because he did a, he did his grunge list as well. So exactly, we, we've we've actually we this will be the first one that we have collaborated on. Pat will, I think, have his own list that he has of his top five, but we collaborate on this, so this is going to be a lot of fun to see where this goes. Yes, and I left one off the list, so I've got fourteen listed, and number fifteen, as you know, Paul, I struggled with. Yeah. I just could not figure out what's the one to go on number 15. And so I've got a list of those. Okay. And I'm hoping that all three of us can kind of come to a consensus on what should be number 15. It's going to be interesting to see where we go with this because there were some um, some honorable mentions that we talked about. But then also now bringing Pat into the mix, he might throw something in into the loop that we didn't even think about. So it, this could be really interesting where we go with this. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. And and again, we're talking about the 80s. So how can we go wrong, right? Exactly. Pat, what do you think of this? You you up for it? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. This is going to be this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, think of the great movies. Oh. You know, just you know, take the soundtracks out of the movies. Yes. There's some great, great, great action. You know, great movies in the 80s. So the best there was, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Um, you know, there's plenty of John Hughes films in this list for sure. Uh, Cameron Crowe, just overall some just wonderful soundtracks. So, all right. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and kick it off with these are the ones that are disqualified, in my opinion. 
And then we're going to talk about which ones should vie for spot number 15. Okay. So we're doing ones that just didn't make the list, correct? Didn't make the list. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. So if everybody thinks about the 80s, everybody thinks about, to me anyhow, one of the great comedies of the 80s was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the problem with having Ferris Bueller on this list? It's a very simple problem, actually. The problem was that there was no soundtrack to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Correct. They only released to the fan club a seven-inch single, vinyl single, and I forget which two songs. It's whatever two songs they had the, the rights to. And so there was never, ever a soundtrack put out for it. And we think about all the great music, you know, the Yellow Song, of course, Twist and Shout, and, and, and so many other things. And Don Cashane, which was, you know, obviously a big oh, yeah. piece in that. Uh, there's no soundtrack. And Wow, I didn't know that. Isn't that something? I did not know that. That's awesome. But in Great t- trivia. Wow. In 2016, they went ahead and did release a limited edition. Didn't have Twist and Shout or anything like that on there because they didn't have rights to it. Uh, and they released only 5,000 copies. So since there's there was not an original soundtrack to it, it's disqualified. And I guess that's probably a perfect segue for me to talk about kind of the criteria here. Okay. And uh, as you guys know, I'm, I always get kind of caught up in, you know, how do we come up with a list? So obviously, movies has to have to be from the 80s. Had to have a soundtrack, the original soundtrack. Um, we had to have at least a major hit. Uh, it had to have a, like, a, like a signature song from the movie. So if you hear a song, you think of the movie. Um, it also had to have a deep soundtrack. So hopefully more than one hit or at least very good songs. And it also had to have notable artists. So that was kind of my criteria for doing this. So I did not count any scores. There's some great stuff that had just beautiful instrumental music. No, we're talking about kind of pop rock, R&B kind of whatever, you know, that kind of stuff had to be in these movies. Okay. You guys okay with that? Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So we've already disqualified Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. And the next one we're going to disqualify is 16 Candles. Great movie, but yeah. Unfortunately, they only released a five-song EP for that movie. And there's, you know, other than 16 Candles being on it, I just, not worthy of being on the soundtrack list. Okay? We're good with that? Yeah. Good to go. Okay. Now, here's a couple of, with some major artists that I'm disqualifying. The first one, the 1989 movie, Batman. Why am I disqualifying Batman? Because it's all Prince, and I just didn't think the the movie soundtrack was that re- very remarkable. It, it it you know it had the Bad Dance song on there, and some uh, you know it just wasn't to me a really good soundtrack. It sold really well. Yeah, I agree too. Though it's it the soundtrack wasn't great. Even the Bat Dance song was kind of stupid. I mean, honestly, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Hard yeah. to look at that movie. Hard to, hard to even look at that movie for a soundtrack in my mind. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's such an iconic movie. I love the movie. I went to see it several times. It's one of my favorite movies. But the music, you know, I it, no, it just didn't do it for me. That soundtrack needs an enema. Let's go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the train, baby. <laughs> the next one 
which was done by one of the greatest bands of all time, Flash Gordon soundtrack. So uh, we've yeah. got the Queen. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know how we feel about Flash. Yes. Savior of the universe, uh-huh. you know? That's right. <laughs> right. But the, the whole album is really a lot of instrumental stuff on there. Yeah. One great song that, you know, it, it's, it almost sounds like a novelty kind of song, but it's cool. Freddie Mercury, it, it's, it's neat. But um, no, disqualified. You guys okay yeah. with that? I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. There's two really good soundtracks that I'm disqualifying because the music is all very, very much of the oldies, the 50s, 60s style of music. And so we're a 70s, 80s, 90s show. And there's two movies that were really good movies, really deep soundtracks that I opted not to put on the list. And that is Good Morning Vietnam, Robin Williams, fantastic movie, great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I remember when, with um, oh, yeah. Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World was the big song they used in that, that movie. Was, yeah, that was big, yeah. Yep. And then the other one with a lot of great Motown stuff is The Big Chill. Mm-hmm. That's that's that, and that's a really solid soundtrack. The big chill, oh, really yeah. is oh, yeah. so really good. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, so now we can talk about contenders for the fifteenth spot. Okay, the first one I'm going to throw out there, and it is it's notable because it has a song that when you hear the song, you think of the movie. So I think that's one of the criteria that has to be considered. Okay. Um, and that is The Breakfast Club. Don't you forget about me. Tell me about it. What do you guys think? Classic movie. Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, when you hear that, when you hear that song, that's exactly what you think of. You think of The Breakfast Club. You think of you know, the comparison you see, you know, um, Judd Nelson with the, the fist in the air at the end of the movie kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know, and on the football field. All those iconic parts of the movie. So, but l- let's look a little bit more at the soundtrack, though. What else is on that soundtrack that, is popping out at us other than that song. And the only one is Wang Chung. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Fire in the Twilight, which isn't a bad song. No. But there's nothing else on there. Everything else is just, um, I think there's some, a uh, couple of instrumentals and then some by artists that we don't even know. So there's only okay. two notable artists on the soundtrack. So that's why it didn't make my top 15 initially. Mm-hmm. But as we think of a, of a top 15, on the strength of don't you forget about me we have to at least have it in play we we okay with that okay all right so then we've got another one i'll just throw in for for fun um goonie soundtrack you've got a couple of cindy lopper tunes on there but i don't know that there's enough on there to warrant that 
What do you guys think? I agree. I agree with that. Okay. I mean, I didn't have the Breakfast Club ahead of that one. Yes, I do. I would pick Breakfast I Club over the Goonies. Hey, you guys. Yeah, no, let's get rid of that one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, let me throw one, Paul, that I know you mentioned to me. It's uh, an 84 okay. um, rap breaking kind of movie, Crush Groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And so you had songs by Chaka Khan, LL Cool J, Debbie Harry, Sheila E., Gat Band, Curtis Blow, Fat Boys, Beastie Boys. Movie was not a big deal. No, and, and it was the Beastie Boys, She's On It, I think was the the song on there. And, um, you know, it was early Beastie Boys before they got their big hit with, you know, Fight For Your Right on Def Jam. But yep. I think, I think you know, the reason I threw that in there into the mix was to kind of mix it up because there was nothing rap really in our in our countdown that we're looking at. So looking at some of those artists, Curtis Blow is, you know, known as one of the originators of rap music and things like that. And the Fat Boys, you know, we know all the stuff they did with, you know, Chubby Checker, The Twist and all those kinds of things. So I don't know if it's valid to be in the top 15, but I figured I'd just throw it in there for fun. Yeah, it's a that's a little obscure. I mean, I think of the rap movies and I just think of the break-in movies and stuff like that, but... um uh, this one had a better soundtrack than those. Yeah, Breaking only really had like um, Ollie, you know, uh, there's no stopping us, that song. And, um, you know, there but was. That's, but that's iconic in a way, it, it right? It is because, iconic. It's an iconic song. Yes. Yeah. And I guess yeah. if you're going to sit there and say what iconic song from, from Crush Group, I couldn't tell you what that iconic song would be. So you're right. Yep. Okay. All righty. Um, so then let's try to find let's find a contender here. Here's here's um here's one Paul you mentioned it. Flashdance. All right. Mm-hmm. You've got what a feeling. You've got I'm a, you know the maniac, I'm a maniac, Michael Cimbello. You've got um also the Laura Branigan song. Uh so there's at least I think there's it's a deeper album. Definitely had two hits on there. Uh right. I think that's something two, that has yeah. to be considered okay what do you think pat i agree i, I would agree with that I, I, yeah so okay so we have flash dance the other one we can can look at eh, ghostbusters it had ghostbusters <laughs> i mean you know you had ray parker jr mm-hmm. if you're not afraid when you when you hear the song you know <laughs> you know it's like it's definitely yeah. set to the song because right has yeah. the damn name of the movie in it when he sings it you know so exactly definitely got you popping though all right, the other one is one of the greatest movies of all time, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. You've got the Huey Lewis songs. You've got Eric Clampton on there. You've got Lindsey Buckingham on there. That's There's two really good Huey Lewis songs on there. Those are the best songs on there. The Clapton's okay. The Lindsey Buckingham's okay. And you got uh, Power of Love, right? Power of Love yeah, and Back in Time. Yeah. So that's worthy. I think it stands with Flashdance right now. What do you guys think on the basis of those two songs? I think it's stronger. I like it. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I do. He right. really rocks it. Okay. Then let me throw in uh, a little, little bit of a curveball here. Rock and Roll High School. We've got the Ramones with several songs on there. You've got Alice Cooper, Chuck Berry, Brownsville Station, Devo, Nick Lowe, and Todd Rundgren. Mm. That's, I mean, that's a that's an impressive lineup. It is, and obviously, you have the iconic Rock and Roll High School song on there. 
And I think they even had Blitzkrieg Bop was on the on the album. So they had some really good, like a medley of, of, of uh, Ramon stuff and some good people on there. I really hesitated on that one. I almost put it in and then I'm like, you know, it's a movie that not everybody thinks of when you think about l- of movies for the 80s. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, I, you know, I saw the movie. Um, I wasn't a big Ramones fan. You know, right. I just, that wasn't kind of my thing. But, um, it, you know, but is that more powerful? Okay, are, are those songs more powerful than Back to the Future? So that's how we, I think that's how we have to kind of look at it. What we're bringing in, if we're moving Back to the Future up into that possibility of a 15 spot, is this one better than that? Yeah, you know, and I think it's, when I think of musically, commercial success by far it's not even close that you would think the back to the future stuff with the huey lewis stuff especially during yeah. the 80s i just think that might stand out a little bit more so right now i think, I think yeah go ahead go ahead pat i was gonna just say genre too i mean you know rock and roll high school in my mind i didn't you know i i, I never watched the whole movie just you know, glimpses of it, but a lot of punk i mean it is you think of the ramones you think of punk yep you know totally punk and uh that's not Huey Lewis. That's you know, so the genre of the movie you know, with combined with the music uh, sets it completely different. I mean, two different categories for me. Okay, let's also look at how powerful Back to the Future was in the box office compared exactly. to uh, <laughs> Rock and Roll. Exactly, Paul. Oh, it, it's not even close. And, and I know that right. you and you and I talked, you know, Paul, about saying we we do this on the basis of the soundtrack, not the movie. Right. Though it factors in in a way, no matter what, it, it just factors in. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So if if it comes to a tie with something, we go, what was the better movie? Well, guess what? Back to the Future wins. Back to the Future by far was a better movie. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So then this is the one, Paul, that you brought to the table that I'm going to give you the chance to debate here a little bit. Okay. Because I, I, you know how I feel about it. I'm pretty strong about this one. Let, let, me, let me set it up and then I'll okay. let you, uh, you know, make your case. Sounds good. So there were two two movies that were released uh, in the summer, I believe, is eighty two, that were very similar in competing movies. One came out in July; the other one came out in August. My fit with my favorite of the two easily came out in August. And what I'm talking about here is Last American Virgin and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. All right, so they were competing movies that summer, and by far, Fast Times is the much better movie. All right, so that's one. It is. Now, you had two soundtracks here that featured a lot of great artists on there. The Fast Times at Ridgemont High record had was a double album, and it's got a who's who of just everybody. Problem is, the songs that were selected weren't very good songs. They're just okay. And so you've got a lot of quantity, but not a lot of quality. So that's one. Now, when we look at num- the um, Last American Virgin, I'm going to go ahead and read the track list on here. You've got okay. Tommy Two-Tone singing Teen Angel Eyes, which is an okay song. But then you've got The Police, da do 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 da 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 You've got Devo doing Whip It. Um, you have somebody called Phil Seymour, When I Find You. I don't know that. Oingo Boing goes on here, Better Luck Next Time. You've got um, The Gleaming Spires doing Are You Ready for the Sex Girls. Then you've got the cars since you're gone. The waitresses, I know what boys like. You got something called the Fortune Band with the song called Airwaves. And then you got You Too, I Will Follow. So, based on that soundtrack, 
You've got you two, the waitresses, the cars, Oingo Boingo, Devo, the police, and, and Tommy Two-Tone. So that's strong as far as artists, for sure. And some good songs. Correct. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. Make your case. Okay. So now, here's here's my, my case with this. So the actual movie had a bunch of other music that wasn't on the soundtrack. Journey, Ario Speedwagon. Um, you had the Commodores. You had um, James Ingram, I believe. Um, I mean, the... The amount of music that was in this movie that didn't make the soundtrack for whatever reason that may have been, whether it was um, they didn't want to be on the soundtrack or whatever the case may be, blows away Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I mean, it just blows it away. And I know that we're talking about soundtracks. And even though this stuff wasn't on the soundtrack, when I when I hear James Ingram or if I hear the Commodores or something, I automatically, those songs, I think of Last American Virgin right off the bat. So that's that's what I'm saying. Okay, disqualified. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here, here's the problem. The songs that you relate to the movie are not on the soundtrack. We're talking soundtracks. Okay, so then Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I don't, that's not even in play. I'm not, that, I'm not even considering Fast Times at Ridgemont okay. High. I was just okay. giving you the two because they came out at the same time. Okay, but yeah, I, and I guess you're right. I mean, if I heard Whip It, I'm not thinking, oh, that's from Last American Virgin. I, I understand. I get that. Yeah. I'm just, I just wish because I wish that other music would have been on that soundtrack, the ones that I said, because that would have made the soundtrack insane. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, it looks like it's back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. What the heck? <laughs> I was thinking Money you were going to support the soundtrack more than going to the stuff in the movie because that was not going to hold well, up. But you, know, but you know what, though? After you said, about a song that's you can relate to the soundtrack. I can't. Ah, I mean, even though even though the waitresses, I know what I know what um, boys want. That might have been the closest one because of the scene at the party in the movie. But I don't know. I I, I guess I got to be realistic here. And if I heard you know Back in Time or Power of Love, I knew right away it's Back to the Future. So okay. So Pat, you get to weigh in on any of these right now. What are you? Uh, what? Are you, how are you feeling about first of all uh, this soundtrack, Last American Virgin? I didn't see the movie. Okay, great movie. All right, so I think it's a good good collection of of songs. I just don't think it makes the soundtrack that stands out right, to me. Well, the cool thing is I can write these down now. And I can watch these movies. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I, I respect. It's either every time we do a show is we always bring a movie into you, Fair Pat. With singles last yes. time, now we got an Austin American version for you. Yes, <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> a great, great guest. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with you, Lou. I think that's fair. Um, so I'm not going to debate it anymore and and sit here and argue about it. I think I'm just okay. going to put up the white flag and and surrender. All right, well done. So, are we saying number fifteen is Back to the Future? I'm okay with that. Pat, your vote? Yeah, I agree. I think it's stronger than that, but I'd go. I, I would go like thirteen or twelve, but fifteen, I'll take it. Yep. Okay, don't don't go, go don't go crazy there, Pat. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> nuts. He's going nuts. Uh, nuts. Darn that's like I want in the top ten now. Bring it there. That's it. <laughs> Love battery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. We are now ready to move on to we've settled fifteen, and it only took us about twenty five minutes. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> All righty. So let's go. Let's dig in. 
So now let's go ahead and let's go to number 14. So this is an addition that might surprise some people, but I'm going to credit my uh, my brother on this, kind of bringing this to my attention, because this one almost, I didn't even consider it. And then as I looked at what was on this and who was on this, I thought this would probably be a, a good thing. So here, I'm going to play the first cut. People that know me know that there's probably no way in hell I'm going to be having Olivia Newton-John on any of my lists. But, um, you know, this this album has quite a few hits off of it. The movie bombed. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. And, and now it's a cult classic. And so, Paul, what made you bring this to my attention? What was it? You know, I just kind of remember, like, the whole, like, ELO and, like... I just remember kind of some of the songs from the album, honestly. And then I realized that there was actually quite a few hits off of that album. So I thought it should be something that might be at least spoken about or talked about and then see where it went. But that's all it was. It just kind of popped. It was really kind of weird, actually, how it popped in my head. Um, yeah. Because I, I don't ever really think I remembered watching this movie anyway. But I do remember a lot of the songs. I remember the Xanadu song and Magic by Olivia Newton-John. ELO was on there. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of where it came from. Were you possibly drinking or doing anything at the time when you came up with this? Well, since it popped in, it might have been. I, it, I, that could have been possible. I was drinking. Who knows? I, mm. You know, it's, oh. who knows what I was doing? Yeah. So I, I think the the yellow stuff is fantastic. Here, I'll play one of the tracks. Love yellow. That is such a good song. Mm, yeah. yeah wow. You're welcome for bringing that to your attention. Yes. Thank you. Because <laughs> when I got a chance to look at it and I saw you've got, from ELO, you get I'm Alive, great song, Don't Walk Away, All Over the World. And then, of course, they, they collaborated with uh, Olivia Newton-John for Xanadu. And then on Olivia Newton's side, she's got Magic, Suddenly, and, of course, Xanadu um, and Dance. There, there was one, two, there was six songs that were released off of the soundtrack. So the soundtrack did better than the movie, clearly. Clearly, yeah. And and I'm, I'm a big ELO fan. I love ELO. One of my favorite songs is Mr. Blue Sky. Um, mm. I mean, so it kind of, you know, um, listening to that, that that sound that they had. And, I mean, it, obviously, that sound fit for the movie, but the movie was just a bomb, unfortunately. It's sure. just terrible. Yeah. Pat, any thoughts on uh, Xanadu? Uh, ELO is the only thing that strikes me. I mean, it sticks out for me. Yeah. I didn't care for the movie. Okay. All right. At all. All right. Worthy of number 14? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Pat has spoken. Uh, no. All right. Here we go. We're moving to number 13. 
you know, I think the movie's okay. Not a great movie, but had a, a song that you guys will probably know. <laughs> Pat's getting into it. What do you think, Pat? There's only one thing that comes to mind when I hear about that show. What's that? that? If you remember this part, what's under there? You should know. <laughs> Rob Lowe and Demi Moore. <laughs> so, you know, St. Elmo's Fire, I, th- I think the, you know, the song off stands out, title track, John Parr. Um, this album had also the love theme by David Foster, which when you hear that, it's an instrumental, but it's, you know, and then they also did a duet with it with some people that we didn't know. Um, so that stands out. Billy Squire, John Anderson from Yes is on there. Fee Waybill from uh, from The Tubes, which uh, me and my brother love. And oh, yeah. um, so there you go. That's Seen uh, Almost Fire. Paul? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, that song is pretty much the... You hear the song, you know the movie. That's it, pretty clear. Uh, obviously, it, it had a lot of members of the Rat Pack, the Brat Pack. I'm sorry, you know, uh, Rob Lowe was in there, and Ali Sheedy, and Emilio Estevez, and Judd Nelson, and you know the typicals. They were all in that movie, and um, decent movie. I mean, you know, I think it was a good movie. I don't know. I guess, I guess it could be. You know, I, I would, I would, I could consider it up. You know, in the top like 15, 14, 13 in that range somewhere. I think. Okay. All right. Good. All right, um, this next one is actually something, Paul, you and I talked about on a, on a show that we, we did recently. Down in Coca, Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take it to Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama, Key Largo, Montego, So we're talking the cocktail soundtrack. Okay. Tom Cruise. Yep. Yeah. Fun movie. Good movie. Um, there is a, you know, there, I mean, there's a song on that, on that soundtrack, you know, that I hate. Yes. Um, let me, let me go through the track listing and then you can rip it apart. Okay. <laughs> so we had Starship on there doing wild again. And actually that's a good tune. I have that handy. Uh, we've got fabulous Thunderbirds on there. Powerful stuff. We got Robbie Neville who does a song since when, which is actually a pretty good tune as well. And then your fairy favorite, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Ugh, I hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. We had the Georgia Satellites, the Hippie Hippie Shake, which is a cool song. Of course, the Beach Boys, um, John Mellencamp had Rayvon on there, and that's a pretty good song. Uh, Ry Cooter did a version of All Shook Up, which was kind of a cool bluesy uh, hip kind of take on it, which was good. And, um, and little Richard had tutti frutti on it, but that's a pretty solid soundtrack. Um, I'll play the uh, clip of the Starship song and see what you guys think of that. Yeah. 
So there you Every go. Every classic 80 song ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is pretty standard for Starship. And yeah, during that period, you're right. That's a good point. All right. The next one, you and I had a little bit of a discussion on this, Paul, about uh, was it was it a strong enough soundtrack? I think it is a strong enough soundtrack. And, and this is one of those situations where this has the iconic song from the big scene in this movie. Right. Little John Cusack. We're talking Say Anything. Yes. That was filmed in Seattle. Yes. That is correct. Cameron Crowe. The the classic scene with him in his trench coat, holding the boombox over his head, playing that song. Yep. You're right, Paul. Iconic scene. That was a good movie. I I really dug that movie. Good movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I think it's something I want to watch again. I haven't seen it in a long time. That's one of those movies I'd watch tonight after we're done here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and that's a good point. You know, when we go through these lists, then we conjure up memories of, oh, God, I want to go back to that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And you know what's crazy? When when I told my wife, Paul, you haven't met Jamie yet. I can't wait for you to meet my wife someday. But uh, when I told her you guys invited me to be on the show, I told her what the, what the, what the topic was, you know, popular uh, soundtracks from the 80s. And the very first thing out of Jamie's mouth was, say anything. That's great. That's, that's the, first, the first thing she said. Yeah, talking about the like, talking about these soundtracks are great. Like when we talked about Crush Groove, I remember my breakdancing days. You know, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it, man. Uh, it is, I was breaking hips more like it. Is that? Oh, you were badass. You know it. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Right on my cardboard in the street. So, and that's true. Um, yeah. So this soundtrack. Let's talk about this. You had Nancy Wilson from Heart mm-hmm. doing "All for Love." You had Living Color. Cult of Personality. Joe Ciatriani doing One Big Rush, which is a great instrumental tune. Uh, Cheap Trick, You Want It. That's a pretty good song. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Taste the Pain. Of course, Peter Gabriel, In Your Eyes. Depeche Mode, Stripped. Fishbone was on it. The Replacements, Freiheit, and John Cusack. It's a good, it's a pretty solid soundtrack. I agree. Okay. It might be definitely top 10. It's, it's, it just fell outside our top 10. Yeah. Iron that for me. Yes. I would imagine Mr. Seattle Boy. Yep. <laughs> All right. So now let's break into the top 10. And I think this is the, when I think of the movie, this is the song that I think of. So we'll see uh, what you guys think here. We're talking the less than zero soundtrack. 
Great, good soundtrack. Great movie. Yeah, really good. Yeah, movie. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Jamie Gertz. Yeah, great soundtrack. Um, of course, that was the Bangles, "Hazy Shade of Winter," which was the uh, uh, cover of the Simon and Garfunkel song. Um, I'm going to play one more off of it that um, was actually released as a single. Poison covering rock and roll all night. Yeah, I like that version. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's not, not a bad a version. Bad version. Yeah. There's some good. There's other some other good songs on that on that soundtrack though. I mean, if you think about it, it was a good mixture. The big one that I think that really was was besides what we we played was going back to Cali, LL Cool J. Yeah, that was a big Jay, hit. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I think um, I believe Public Enemy was on there too, wasn't it? They they did yeah. bring the noise. One of my favorites. Yeah. You had Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. You had uh, Orange Juice Jones, the Bengals, oh. Poison. Roy Orbison was on here. Glenn Danzig did the um, the less than zero, the You and Me less than zero track, which was an orchestral song. And seeing Danzig doing it, it's it's pretty pretty wild. Jersey Boy too, Glenn Danzig. Mm. There you go. And Aerosmith was also on the soundtrack. So solid soundtrack coming in at number ten. Nice. Where are we going now? Number nine, huh? We're going number nine. Oh, well, wait a minute, Pat. How did you feel about number nine? Did you did you did you like the Lesson Zero soundtrack? It's a good call. N- number ten. Number ten. I'm sorry. I, I agree with that. I think okay. that's pretty pretty good. I I would. I didn't maybe even go a little stronger. I mean, I think you know it could be a top seven. Okay. okay. I think nine's a good spot for it. Okay, I've noticed, Pat, that you've criticized almost every one of our picks. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> And I like it though. I like it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I love it. Okay. To me, this soundtrack has a lot of great tunes from that period. And I'll start off with this one. Love the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, dig the movie, and it had all this great post-punk songs, new wavy post-punk stuff, which was just great. Yeah. Great. And I love the movie. Great movie. Uh, Molly Ringwald, yeah. John Cryer, um, you know, John Cryer playing his role as Ducky. Um, Ducky. He does the, uh, does the lip sync of, uh, in the, um, oh God, what is it? Otis Redding. He does the Otis Redding song mm-hmm. in, the, yes. in the record store, yes. which is classic. And. Such a good movie. It, Andrew Dice Clay is even in the movie as a bouncer. That's right. Yeah. The bouncer. The Dice right. Man. That's right. I am. <laughs> Duck Man. <laughs> Love it. Love it. 
Um, good movie. I think it's a good spot Yeah, for it, good stuff. And here I'm going to play another track from it. This this soundtrack was fantastic. So you had If You Leave, yeah, which was by OMD, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Mm-hmm. You had Suzanne Vega and Joe Jackson collaborating on a song, Left of Center. The Suzanne Vega song is very good. Joe's just playing piano on it. Um, you had In Excess on here. Um, the Psychedelic Furs, which I played earlier, Pretty in Pink. New Order had the song Shell Shock on this. Baluie Sum was on it. Danny Hutton and the Hitters. Echo and the Bunnymen were on there. Love them. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And then this track by the Smiths, I want to play it because there's a trivia to this. And so I want to see if you guys can answer the trivia. So I'm going to play the song. So please, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me get what I want this time. Haven't had a dream in a long time See the life I've had can make a good man (laughs) Love that song That song was in another movie But not done by the Smiths What movie was it in? Um, It was uh, actually the um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off when they were in the art gallery, um, looking at the paintings, yeah. and that song is playing in the background. Iconic, but it wasn't done by the Smiths or Morrissey. It was done by the Dream Academy. Oh, okay. And, and, and that was a really cool sound, too, that, that version <sighs> in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it really was. cool. And, it's, you know, it's the, it's the famous scene where, you know, Cameron's looking at the picture of the little girl, and it keeps zooming in, zooming in. And, yes. um, and, and, and it's such a great, yeah, such a great thing. So... That was that was a really I think would you agree that was like that kind of shooting must have been ahead of its time I mean that was just fantastic the way they did they that. did because then when they zoom in then you really just into the painting and it's it's exactly. filmed beautifully yeah. and the music is perfect for that yeah, and so I when I heard it great good one, off Blue. of here I'm like oh my god I gotta I gotta throw that trivia out there to see if these guys get it but good good call good job great there. little snidbit little snidbit. <laughs> What is it? It's a snidbit. T and Crumpets with a snidbit. That's awesome. Snidbit. All righty. So um, there we go. So that was uh, Pretty in Pink. That's that's a good place for that one, too, I think. Pretty in Pink. That's like right up there. And number nine. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's good. Yep. It's such a great sound. It's a good soundtrack and a good, great movie. Mm-hmm. Solid place to be, too. Yeah, so we had three in a row there that had kind of more contemporary-style music of that day, uh, not necessarily the commercial stuff. So, you know, Say Anything Less Than Zero, Pretty in Pink, which had, you know, kind of similar um, audiences that would watch that kind of movie. And now we're going to go into some of the more, I guess, commercial type of uh, movies that were out and, and the soundtracks that go with it. Okay. So uh, coming in at number eight, these always have such great soundtracks. And uh, I'm going to play this track. <laughs> 
There you go. Rocky Four soundtrack. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> I must break him. Oh, boy. <laughs> do it, Pat. Do it. I don't know what's going on with the boy. Give me the money. I'm going to pull it. I'm going to pull it. Oh, gosh. Was that part of the 21 pull out? I don't know. <laughs> great movie. They were all good. They, they yeah, the they're on. they're fun, and they always had great soundtracks. They had motivational music. Sure you know, the training sequences were always key, and they got you pumped up. And and so, yep. um, yeah. And so, here's I'm going to play a few more clips from there because there's such such good stuff on. Yeah. There. Famous uh, workout scene in Russia. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. And then this one. And of course, you have to have a survivor song on these soundtracks. I, I think on every one, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Get up, you bum, because Mickey loves you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you had, um, of course, Survivor. And they also, then they repurposed uh, I, I Have the Tiger on there again. Um, Hearts on Fire, which I play with John Cafferty. Uh, Living in America, of course, James Brown. You had Robert Tepper, which is no easy way out. They had Go West on here. So it's it's just one of those motivational kind of upbeat soundtracks. I forgot about Living in America. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Good old James Brown. All right. So now here we go into number seven. I'll sing along with this one, Jimmy. Yes. You lead. Uh, the XLF theme from Beverly Hills Cop. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Great movie, yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Great memory. Judge Reinhold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then this uh, this song from it. Oh, 
The Heat Is On. The Heat Is On. So this album had, they released New Attitude from it, The Heat Is On. Um, Stir It Up was also released by Patti LaBelle. And of course, the Axel Left theme. Um, so you had Patti LaBelle, Shal- Shalimar, Pony Sisters, Glenn Fry, Danny Elfman, Patti LaBelle, The System. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really solid soundtrack. The System? What song? The System. It was Rock and Roll Me oh, okay. Again. I was going to say it wasn't Don't Disturb This Groove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pat, what do you think? Beverly Hills Cop. You love the movie? Good soundtrack? Love the movie. Soundtrack's good, too. Okay. Yeah. Real upbeat. I mean, everything's real, you know, real, real boom, you know that boom, 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 boom. <laughs> upbeat. Everything's upbeat. <laughs> okay. It's good. I'll, I'll take it there. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, uh, we're just outside the top five, and which is always the critical stuff, right, Paul? Very critical. And then the top five now, we get to include Pat's, Pat's top five as well. Well, so... We do. We do. it. That's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what uh, he's got as his top five. It's exciting. <laughs> yes. No. All right. Coming in at number six. You know, this is weird because this is one that I, I almost re- resisted a little bit, but it's a huge soundtrack. Mm. I mean, it, it would have been in the top 15, but as I looked at it and thought about how iconic of a movie it was, here it is at number six. Little dirty dancing. I carried a watermelon. <laughs> Do you remember oh. that line? <laughs> no. Remember she helped me carrying the watermelon? I carried a watermelon. Oh, oh gosh. She was such a doofy the sister, right? No, it was uh it was uh, yeah. Jennifer Gray. Jennifer Gray, wasn't it? Oh Jennifer yeah, she, oh, she brought okay. it in and he was sitting there dancing and the thing and he goes, I, I carried a watermelon or something. She said something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you get look you guys are all over that. But that opening scene, yeah. No problem. <laughs> That opening, that opening scene, though, was pretty powerful for a movie with music. The music was just fantastic. It really was. I thought, oh, man, that music, that music, even to this day, when that show comes on, when that movie comes on, I watch it all the time just because of the music. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just iconic. And, you know, Patrick Swayze, who, you know, since he was younger, and then, of course, Roadhouse, which is just one of my one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. And, Mine, too. Yeah. yeah. And then, Dalton. you know, and then he does this. Jeez. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's with Dalton. So, uh that's right. Unbelievable. Um, and so, you know, in this album, you had, you know, The Hungry Eyes, which was a big hit as well. Uh, mm-hmm. She's Like the Wind. And um, a lot of older stuff on there as well. But, you know, those three were really, and of course, Time of Your Life. So, big stuff. So, I think no uh, no complaints there. No. No. Good movie. Okay. Good soundtrack. We're ready for number five. And, uh, and now we're ready to see... Uh, we're uh, we're Pat Rink, so let's uh, let's play number five for us first. Okay.
Purple Rain soundtrack. Yeah. Kind of a no-brainer. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I know the, pretty much the whole album is Prince, but, yeah, you know, and, and, and that's what it is. It's Prince Purple Rain. But, it, I mean, the movie is iconic. The soundtrack's iconic. I mean, I think it's a top five for sure. It, it's funny because I almost dismiss it as a movie soundtrack. I mean, because I just always just view it as a as another Prince album, but it is mm-hmm. it is the soundtrack, and it is loaded with stuff. I mean, you know, listen to this: When Doves Cry, Let's Go Crazy, Purple Rain, I Would Die for You, and Take Me With You. I mean, those top four oh. songs are all solid. Yeah, I know, solid. Oh. Yeah, solid. I would. All right, I so Pat, there's ours. <laughs> what? Those are, that's, that's yours and Polly's, right? Number five. Yes. What is yours? Mine is say anything. Oh, say anything is oh, okay. Say anything. Okay. Yep. All right. I just love the sound. I think you've justified that. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, and especially yep. too, since your wife is said that right away too. So that it's obviously something that <laughs> it means it. something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed that movie together. Oh, that's good. It's one of those movies that you know. This, yeah, the soundtrack. You know, it just gives, still gives you goosebumps and. You know, it's a love story, obviously, and it's one of those movies that we still to this day love to, to watch together with a bowl of popcorn. It sounds crazy, no, but it's I great. Think it's great, actually. Yeah, that's that's what this is about: bringing back those memories and why it's important. And you just kind of yeah, nailed it. Why it's important for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. We're going up to number four. Number four. And number four is a. Um, I think the next two, bro. These are personal ones for us. Yeah. And. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play, what's a killer tune? House will rock, blind boys don't lie. fear, that voice so clear. I love that song. I love that song so much, and and I love the movie too, The Lost Boys. Um, you know that. Oh my god, that that song is so cool because they just how how his voice, but also when he has like the choir of the kids singing like that, then they come in with that back. It's it just it gets you, man. It gives me it gives me chills when I hear it every time. It always yes. never fails. Yeah, great soundtrack. Um, the Jimmy Barnes in excess song, Good Times, is a good song. But I want to play this one because it's iconic because of the sexy sax man. Oh, yeah.
gets all oiled up and he gets out his sax and he just starts wailing and singing. And then he, yeah. and then he gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings that song again? Who sings that song? Tim Capello. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler, Lost yeah. Boy, Sexy Sax Man does not make it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That is classic. Oh They're on the beach, aren't they, or something like that? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and then you shoot down and oh, they just so, take him away. And oh, great movie, Kiefer Sutherland. Love yeah. it. I, I had Lost Boys at number oh. six. Okay, they okay. My number six. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty close though. That's good. Uh, that's a good comparison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my number four though is uh, Purple Rain. Oh, so, you know, yeah. can't you can't complain there. Good job. That's nope. a, good, I, uh, I, a good one. I think I would have Purple Rain in my top five. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. So. That's a good. That's All right, a good that's call. a good. That's a good call. Yep. All right. So um, yeah. So Lou Graham was on this soundtrack. Roger Daltrey, um, Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, you know, and, and I mean, in the songs that we just played. So I, I think it's it's just a really really solid soundtrack and a great movie. Yeah. Kind of you know personified the eighties stuff because yeah you get cute. Oh, it was it was also it was also oh, that yeah. time where like the kids wanted to have that long hair, the leather jackets. It was like that whole look. You yeah. know, it, it, yeah. it was. It was like a whole kind of. Uh, a look where, you know, me being a teenager at that time, I think, you know, it was a cool thing. Like, you saw those guys and, um, you know, not that you wanted to be a vampire, but the, just the whole persona <laughs> that came with that group of people. No. You know, what you wanted to be. They were cool and they had girls around them and that kind of thing. And I don't know. Well, plus, you know, I look at it this way, too. You know, we talk about the soundtracks and what we're ranking right now. And rating is that, number one, you go see the movie. Number two, you'd yep. listen to the music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they were separated, you'd, you'd do both of them. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. So this third one is absolutely personal. It We don't care where anybody oh, yes. has it. it it's the, for us. It's a top three at times. Number one, it, it doesn't matter. It's it's going to be something that we just love. And uh, I'll play it's a couple of different clips I want to play off of this, but I'll, I'll start with this one. from the movie that we will sit there and put out there and just uh, first of all the, the the iconic people staff uh, the cast that was in there I mean you had you know obviously you know Dan Aykroyd and, and John Belushi but 
I mean, think about all the artists, you know, Aretha Franklin in there at the at the restaurant. Outside before they go in, you got Johnny Lee Hooker sitting in the street playing guitar singing. I mean, like this is crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like these are like people that are like, oh my God, you look at them, they're performing. Plus the band that was with the Blues Brothers band. I mean, Matt Guitar Murphy and yeah. um, you know, um Donald Dunn, Cropper, and you got all these great um artists and stuff and and these guys are playing and and just the, the the I mean this the music from it is fantastic. You know, you had uh I mean Ray Charles, you know, uh, doing Shake Your Tail Feather outside and you know everyone have just uh, I can't I can't even go on. I just I go crazy with this movie because I love it so much. Pat love the movie? Love it so much that that's where I got it. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> well done. Man, <laughs> we are in alignment. We're the good old Bruce Brothers boys band from Chicago. <laughs> I, I just I love the videos on these guys. The videos, you know, Dan Aykroyd, oh. and John Belushi. I mean, they just look. It's just awesome. Yeah. Man. You know, putting this at number three yeah. it clearly shows that we're on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah, good one, Polly. <laughs> good one. When I when I heard you guys when I first heard you guys putting it on, I'm going, oh my god, I can't believe uh, it. <laughs> we'll talk to Bob. Well, really well, yeah, we'll talk to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. We're musicians. Like yes. Lou, just so you know, I like to go inside the passenger seat and sign the traveler's check on the <laughs> dashboard. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. So oh, good. It's a great movie, too. It is. Wow. It awesome. Is. Good picking. All right. Yeah, you as well. Good job. Yeah, well, well done. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so here's the top two. And the top two for some can be flip flopped. But to me, these are very definitive. 80s soundtrack these are these are the two that you probably would put up at the top at least in, in my opinion so we'll start off with this one What do you think? A little Top Gun? Yeah. I think Top Gun's a good call. Yeah, I think Top Gun's such a good call that I've got a number two also. Oh! We, I, in a line. <laughs> we are looking at the top. That's the, awesome. The first three, two are the same. Uh, and I'm hoping yep. number one is awesome. the same as well. I would think so. Boy, <laughs> if it isn't, if Love Battery's number one, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you know what? Seriously, now, if, if I ever join you guys, whatever shows I join you on, yeah. We've got to do something with Love Battery's got to be like a staple in every single show. <laughs> somehow it's, it's got to be presented somehow. Yes, okay? it's, it's a shtick now. Absolutely. <laughs> to That's the funny. My, my number two was the Chariots of Fire soundtrack. So I don't know what happened there. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Charlton Heston. <laughs> ben Hur. Ben Hur. Ben Hur. Very nice. So uh, the other. The other Good big times. the other big hit off off of this was uh, this one. Watch it in slow motion as you turn around say Take my breath away. 
very good song. You had, um, of course, Kenny, Kenny Loggins, Cheap Trick. Tina Marie was on there. Of course, Berlin with Take My Breath Away. Miami Sound Machine, Loverboy. Uh, Harold Faltemeyer uh, did the Top, Ga- uh, Top Gun Anthem on this. So um, a lot of great songs. Good call. Okay. Awesome. So does this take us to the and number now, one? The number one. You sound like Casey Case in there when you said that. Thank you. And who? Casey Kasem? Yeah. <laughs> keep your feet dancing. Keep reaching for the stars. Reaching for yeah, the stars. Nice. <laughs> so for number one here, if we're not in alignment, <laughs> then this this went off the rails. So let's uh, let's see what happens here. So uh, number one. Let me see which. What do I want to play here? I've got a lot of There's choices. There's a lot of options. I think you should do the, uh, the one we, the one we know, the one we kind of talked about. Ah, here we go. We're not close. I mean, we're not close. I, I knew that we weren't going to be close. Really? So, Footloose. So, Footloose is our is our number one. What do you I'm have? I cared for it. What do you I, have, Pat? I've got Back to the Future. Wow. And the reason I got Back to the Future is, I mean, I thought all four soundtracks, or you know, all their shows, every single one, three or four, four. Three. Three, yeah. Three. three. They were all good, number one. Number two was the very first one. I mean- that movie just for some reason it just got a hold of me somehow, and it was the you know I think it was the movie that got me first, and then the music okay. for some reason. But okay. I just it's not one of those movies I'll watch every single time it comes on because of both the music and the, the action. So, so where does where does Footloose play on your list then, Pat? Where would you put that at? Hmm. I had that at sixteen. Wow. Okay. And again, these are these are our lists. So this is your preference of what right. you like. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong answers, Absolutely. you know. It's definitely not Love Battery, though. <laughs> love Battery. So there's a few other songs I want to just play just to show the depth of this album. Okay. That's a really solid song. 
Yeah, it is. And there's, and there's so many other. I mean, that was one of my favorite soundtracks. Um, Lou, I don't know if you remember that when we were younger. I was always playing that sure. thing on my Walkman. Yes, I said Sony Walkman, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Love it. Playing that. And, well, that's 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 where that belongs is on this show. Talk about the Sony. It does. I, I agree. I, th- I think it does. And yep. I remember us, we were going to, uh, we were going to Puerto Rico. And I was on the oh. plane with my Walkman. And I was singing, let's hear it for the boy. And obviously, you know what happens when you have yeah. headphones on? Your voice goes a little, well, I did that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> four people died that day on the plane. It was terrible. Yeah. So I sad. I love that song. So you've got, let's listen to these songs. Footloose, of course. I'm free, which I played. Let's hear it for the boy. Holding out for a hero. Almost paradise. Dancing in the sheets, which is really good. Shalimar. In somebody's eyes. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, and then Never, which I played, which wasn't even one of the, you know, there's just, it's a deep soundtrack. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really good soundtrack. Um, minus, a, I, I'm not a, you know, I don't like Bonnie Tyler. I don't like Holding Out For Here. I hate that, right, I hate that right. song. But, yep. um, but other than that, it is pretty solid and um, it has a little bit of everything. It's like, you know, it has your slow song. It's got your fast stuff, your your poppy, your R&B. Um, you know, it, it has a little bit mm-hmm. of everything. So it's a good listening soundtrack, I think, personally. Yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I agree. So there you go, guys. We wow, we rattled off more than enough and came up with a pretty good fifteen. I don't think there's anything other than the surprise would probably be Back to the Future for Pat and uh, Footloose for us, and maybe Footloose is is kind of typical what you'd expect, but you got to give it its due. Ooh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I would not argue with anybody. I don't want on that. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yep. And again, I think it, you know, I think it's key that where he put Back to the Future for him because of what it means to him, and uh, and that's what it's about. I mean, it's like the Blues Brothers to us. Uh, Blues Brothers potentially yes. could probably be a number one for us because it, it's that important right. to us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. you know, we 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 talked about it one time, Lou. We we recorded the movie off a cassette deck with the microphone, so we had the whole nice. movie on cassette. And then we could play it. I mean, that's that's how important wow. that was. And this was, and that that's was in rugby. Cool. We did that in rugby. Yeah. We did yeah. that. So yeah. that's, it's kind of funny yeah. how that that movie particularly is is a very important movie to us because it's just yeah, it's just that's great. Awesome. So because we shared that one as brothers, we did. Yeah, we did. And That's important. Yeah, a lot of these other movies, you know, I may have shared with my wife, you know, and, and stuff. But this was one that you and I really shared. Yeah, and, we, and you know, it's funny because we talk about it all the time. Even you know, we could we could talk about it tomorrow, and then a week from now we'll talk about it again. Like it just like we never talked about it, like laughing, you know. And <laughs> I was you know always do the part about the you know you're going to look pretty funny eating corn in the cob without no effing teeth, you know. And we always we always <laughs> laugh about that, you know. It's, and it's just the dumb lines, but it's just classic stuff. It's just mm-hmm. classic, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I bet you guys had some great times, brother, as brothers. You know, just uh, yeah. you know, ha- I don't did. know about you, but like my brother Bill and I, yeah. I Bill, mm-hmm. him and I, we shared a bedroom growing up. We had a, we had the same bedroom, so we had a lot. You know, there was a lot of good times. You know, just visiting and yeah. listening to music. And so did and, we? We shared a bedroom. Um, when yeah. we first moved to rugby, we shared we shared a bedroom, right? Yeah. Yeah. See. Uh, the house by the park. No, not. Oh, yeah, yeah we uh, did. Right. Park. Yeah. And then yes, after that, yes. you know, then we each had our own. You were down in the basement after that. Right. And then we yeah. had our separate yeah. bedrooms. But I mean, for him yeah. being, you know, Lou being five and a half years older than me, pretty cool yeah. brother to hang out with. Like being the younger kid, he hung out right, with me. Right, and just, you right. know, he took time yeah. to chill with me and hang out and have fun and do crazy stuff. So, plus, he's just a cool well, dude, man. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. 
Well, we, we just shared a lot of, you know, common things that we found funny or we just, you know, enjoyed so much. And, uh, we had, we had, we had a good, good childhood, I think. I think yeah, so. We did too. Did, yeah. 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 We did too. A lot of tough times, yeah. you know? Oh, a lot of tough times. Yeah. A lot of tough times. Yeah. We didn't have much. No, either didn't yeah. But, you know, it just makes you, you know, it just makes you work harder for, you That's know, right. when you grow now, it just makes you. That's right. Appreciate it. You know what we always talk about, Lou? Remember how we always said, like, it seemed like, you know, mom and dad were always working. It was just me and you at home. It was like our parents weren't even around. They were always working. You know, and and, it really was. That's what it was. It was like I'd come home from school and, you know, me and Lou were home and mom and dad were working at the restaurant and we were just. Well, your folks were such hardworking people, too. Oh, my God. They were. They did, you know, and they they provided for us and we didn't have everything, but, you know, we we had enough. We had enough and it was good. So that's right. So, yeah. We had a roof. We had some food. We had a lot of love in that house. Let me tell you, that's exactly right. That's yeah. what matters. A lot of love in that house. Well, very good, guys. Right um, on, guys. Yeah, um, I feel good about the list, and I love uh, Pat. Love your contributions. Love the story about uh, say anything. Yeah, I think Appreciate that's great, it. and I love that Back to the Future meant a lot to you, and yeah. you know, and and love that we shared the Blues Brothers. That's cool. Yeah, the blues. I'm, I can't believe we had the same one. Pat's going to set up a date night now with uh, his wife Jamie to watch Say Anthony. Say anything. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With a boombox, with a boombox. Sit outside at the boombox. Hey, you know what? That's a great idea. Oh, yeah. Seriously, that's 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 a cool idea. Yeah, do it. Cool. That would be cool. cool. I'll take pictures and send it to you guys. That'd be awesome. We'll have to put it. We'll put on our. We'll put on our uh, on our back and time page on our website. Yeah, yeah you got it. Let's do it. <laughs> that's cool, guys. Um, what do you think, bro? I think I think it's good. I think it's a great show. Um, as always. Um, love having Pat come and join us. It always, always adds a little bit of excitement and spice to the show, which is great. Um, also with his list. Um, so it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, he's, he's had some really cool ideas about doing some shows. So we might have to do a few more with him, I think, down the, down the road here. So, um, yeah, let me know. I'd love to. If Pat will have us. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do that. But, um, just don't forget, you know, we are, um, back in time brothers. We are at back in time brothers.com. And then also, you know, check us out. We're on you, uh, urlradio.net uh, every Monday. Um, you can listen to our shows at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And a big shout out to Stacy from URL Radio for that. And uh, um, that's about it. Just check us out. And thanks for all the love and support. And uh, I'm DJ Pauly. And you are? Lou. And special guest? <laughs> I'm Pat. I love you guys. Thank I love you, you so buddy. much. Thank you so much. You bet. Feel the love, guys.